Hello and welcome to the Visitor's Bench. You're here with Colossi and Zapor to talk some sports. We apologize, we haven't been uh, on a podcast since October, but we are back and better than ever as usual. Zapor, how are you doing today, man? Doing great, man. It's been a while since we've been on the channel with everybody, but good to be back on. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, and I know, I think we, we uh, listened to the last podcast, and I think we said, yeah, we'll see you guys next week, and a couple months later, but here we are, and, yeah, uh, you know, things things happen, and... We're carrying on, but we're we're here to talk a little bit about, um, you know, we're gonna lead off with some NFL free agency, and then we're gonna finish up with some March Madness stuff today. We're gonna get this podcast out either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, today's Tuesday, the nineteenth, March nineteenth. Uh, we're hoping to get this out before all the March Madness starts, so that you guys can listen to some of our uh, take and who our you know elite eight are and what so uh, whatnot. But let's get right into it. So. I gotta bring this up, Zaypour. Last last episode, although it was October, I gotta bring up a few things first of all. But last October, the we let off the podcast. The Broncos Chiefs game was on, and it was a minus three and a half spread to the Chiefs. And I recall you taking the Broncos and me taking the Chiefs, and the Chiefs covering twenty seven twenty three. It was a long season as a Broncos fan last year. That's for sure. That it was, was a great games, season as a Pats fan. That was one of the better games they played. Case Keenum ended up, you know, overthrowing one of their receivers for a wide open touchdown that would have won them that game outright. Actually, would have won a big parlay that day. People are me. still talking about that throw with Case Keenum. Did that? Th- is that the throw that got him sent to, to Baltimore? Yes, to Washington? Yes, Excuse me. I'm talking Baltimore because Flacco's in town now. But that was the start of the downfall, and there was no recovery after that. And yes, you were correct about that one and only thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And there's a few things we'll you may have been correct on <laughs> in the last podcast. We're not going to talk about that though. That's not important. Yeah, we're going to head on to 2019. Congratulations to my Patriots. Congrats. The last time we were talking about uh, some baseball playoffs, we we're right in the middle of the wild card. And congrats to the Red Sox. I mean, Boston is title town, and, and we're just, just taking insane. everything home. I've been a lucky, lucky, spoiled, rotten fan, and I, uh, I'm not going to complain about it. It's hard to talk to you in general. Much yeah, most people say that. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you show up. That's really the reason we don't <laughs> podcast as much is because of all the There's championships. No podcast. It's really hard to deal with me. Because, yeah, that's why Barstool is. Just I do all have Boston fake rings on right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have my <laughs> six Brady Ryan. How many is he up to now? Oh six, five? Six, yes. He six. needs an extra hand now, I think, yeah, is what it was. Yeah. I figured he'd just put two on his middle finger. Oh, you know, <laughs> oh, you know what? That's going to be the next picture for sure. That's going to be it. But really brilliant uh, season, and, and what a Super Bowl. I mean, it was – I'll agree. Well, it I was boring. That, terrible, terrible offensive odds. game. I looked at the odds this week. How do you not put – 50 bucks on the Pats to win it again next year at 8 to 1 odds. 100%. How about, I say we put 100 down. Yeah, 800 bucks. Yeah, they win it. easy. I mean, easy. I mean <laughs> let's figure out. We'll talk I'll about some of the free agent get, moves, get but I mean, that, and put bucks you have down. Belichick and Brady on the on the squad, and you you're have, good to until go. Until Brady retires, you got to put, you got to bet a little bit on him. So we'll get that bet in soon. And let's, well, let's talk. We're, I mean, we're talking Pats Broncos. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the Broncos. The Broncos. Fla- how do you feel about Joe Flacco? I think it's incompetency at its finest <laughs> from the front office perspective. Uh, you know, nothing against Joe Flacco except for the fact that he's the worst rated How quarterback old is he now? in every statistical category since 2012 when, you know, all the good quarterbacks came into the league. But if you, even if you throw all of that aside and even pretend in some crazy universe that he's 
better than Case Keenum, which isn't even like some standard to meet. So they but put on the pretend. news the morning they get Joe Flacco, they put on the news Case Keenum and Joe Flacco career averages. And it's not averages isn't always the best stat, but they were basically the exact same. They are the basics, <laughs> basically the same person. But let's pretend that Flacco is better, is a little slightly better. In what universe in today's NFL does it make sense to pay him another extra oh, $13 million to invest $29 million of your cap space? That's Aaron Rodgers' money for people who don't understand NFL cap space. That means you're I mean, why does John Elway just money suit up and get out there himself? Aaron <laughs> That's Rogers. what he wants to do. <laughs> That's what you're doing. And it's not like baseball where you can just spend what you want to spend. It's a salary cap. Yeah. So every money you put towards the quarterback is less money you can spend everywhere else. It's just incompetency. So, honestly, my biggest hope is the Broncos go 2-14 and 14 and we get in the best quarterback class in the past. Well, actually, last year's. The problem is, is John Elway keeps building these mediocre teams where he's, I, he's done a great job. He's brought in three great free agents in Kevin Johnson, Callahan, two great cornerbacks. Callahan, I think, was a great deal. They got a great deal for him. He's one of the top-rated cornerbacks from last year. No, Kevin Johnson was a terrible deal. They're paying him $23 million guaranteed over two seasons. Yes, he's great. He's declined his whole career. Yeah, but that's... Give it. $30 million over three, so $10 million average. Yeah. Yeah, but 23 to, guaranteed. I know, yes, but... I don't know. If, if he plays the third year... And then, do we cheap. want to talk about how much they paid for Juwan Johnson? Or Juwan uh, James, excuse me. They overpaid that for sure, and yeah, I mean, this is why I think it's my problem. This you have Matt Paradis, who is coming off a broken leg, but is rated as the top center. Has been a great well, staple to that offensive him, line. Tackle because they because they I forget, I can't remember freaking curse. They screwed up Garrett Bowles. I hit. agree. So they had to spend money on the tackle instead of signing the center. That's what happened. I agree. We don't need to talk. We have a lot. I think they should have went to Bulls on the right side. Baseball season. All right, all right. Let's go. It's not. It's spring training. We're still in. in, uh, We're in. It's hockey and basketball season. Wait a second. We're less than nine hours away from (laughs) from the first baseball game of the season. It's true. Playing in Japan. It is baseball season. You can talk about the NFL free agency, but let's let's. Well played. Well played. So who's the baseball game? Who's playing? Oakland and Seattle, we got, um, the only reason I know, Marco Gonzalez is starting for Seattle because I was considering picking him him up and starting him at 3 a.m. in the league. I think Oakland's going to destroy him, though. (laughs) In a Japan game, their bats are hot. They won 90 games last year. I think it's just going to be everybody, you know, excited about the first game of the season. I think they could put up 10 runs tonight. Or should I bet this pitcher? You tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I didn't even realize they were starting. Matter. To be because honest, not. I really did not even realize. Somebody else that works today is like, "Oh no, the game's tomorrow night." And then I look at the like three a.m. in Japan. Day. Yeah, three twenty a.m. today. Time. I mean, you got the Oakland and Seattle. They're both northwestern, you know, cities. Yeah, so. I wouldn't take into account the time difference. They're in Japan. It's not three a.m. there. Here's it's all the time difference they're always matters. At three a.m. <laughs> two hours, even going from Denver to Boston. Okay, the well, two they're hours both the same. I I mean, I would take athletics. A's? I guess. I got to bet the A's now. Lock it in. Lock it in. Lock right. in the A's, 100%. The A's uh, that's the pick of the day, guaranteed. Pick of the day, lock guaranteed it in. Guaranteed money. While we're talking baseball, how about these deals? Are it's you kidding cr- me? I love it. I wish I, I played baseball. My first question to you, we're not going to get into this battle today. I did today. play baseball, but Another podcast. Would you rather the money go to the owners or the players? The players. So these contracts are great for baseball. They're great for baseball. They... 
are putting more money back into the players' pockets. Now, Scott Boris and Bryce Harper got royally screwed yeah. by... I don't even know who Trout's agent is. I don't even know if he needs an agent. It might be his wife. <laughs> yeah. or Trout is living father. in the cloud right now. It should be, because whatever 10% he's paying to his agent, he doesn't need to pay, because his father... Or brother, $43 million. Or best friend just needs to walk in to the office and show them the stats, and they'll do the same thing. He You're Mike Trout's agent. You just made about 30 to $43 million on the deal today. Yep, exactly. By him That's signing exactly on a, right. on a That's line. That's exactly right. And by knowing a guy. Yeah, by knowing him. Yeah. Knowing a couple people. A couple people. So in case you don't know, here are the three big deals of the baseball offseason. Manny Machado to the San Diego Padres. Ten years, three hundred million. I want to talk about AAV when you say the things. AAV is average annual value. Manny Machado got thirty million dollars per year. All right, go to the next one. Thirty mil per year. Okay. Bryce Harper, Philly, thirteen years, three hundred and thirty million. That is an AAV of twenty six million dollars a year. That means Bryce Harper and Scott Boris, who claimed to sign the biggest contract in history, which at the time by money it was. Actually signed a contract worse than Manny Machado, I believe, who will, over his career, get more money when he signs a tack-on contract at the back end of his career. He's only going to be 35. He'll sign another couple-year contract. He will end up making more money than Bryce Harper, A. And Bryce Harper, that contract is going to be an utter disaster for him and his agent. I loved how he was trying to say that he's recruiting Mike it Trout. It is so bad. I <laughs> uh, saved all this money for Mike Trout. And less than two weeks later, Mike Trout said, thank you very much. I'm signing my deal, and I'm going to stay in, in Los Angeles. Mike Trout, Los Angeles Angels, 12 years, $430 million. Average annual value of $36 million. Highest paid player ever in baseball. Now, here's the thing. The Angels had to do it. They, they could not let him hit the open market because he would be in Philadelphia. I think they saw the Bryce Harper treat in, or tweet excuse me and said, uh, we got to lock this guy down immediately. They did, and they did the right thing. Um, the problem is, as we were discussing before this off air, now they've locked themselves in a $36 million of what they won't go over from what I hear. Their owner's a cheap owner. I love these billionaires who yes. are cheap and don't want to invest in their team. Load that money. I guess that's how they became that. But still, if I owned a team, I'd invest in it. Anyway, he won't go over the luxury tax, which means every year, Trout is taking up 20% of their salary cap. That's Because they essentially live under a salary cap, even though they're not under one. So they can't build a championship team with Trout as 20% of a 25-man roster. You know, taking up 20% of your team. So. so, I mean, is it selfish by these players to ask for so That's much? what the argument was today, is, is did Trout actually sign a selfish contract? And what the argument could be made, yes. Um, because he, I mean, he knows himself. Even with the current contract he's under, now Pujols doesn't help. But they have made the playoffs once in the past nine years. Mm. Is that what he wants the next decade of his career? He's going to make $440 million. But He's just sitting out in the nice L.A. weather and collecting. Yep. So, you know, he might be happy. He will be happy with his money, but I don't know if he'll ever win. Would Bryce Harper have made a similar deal if he waited? Not similar, but he may have made more than $330 million. He may have got 330 for 11 years or 12 years, as mm. an example, I think. I don't think he would have had to stretch to 13 years. 
and they've really had to push that out. And he got destroyed because Trout signed a contract for 12 years, so one less year, and for $100 million more. And they're supposedly in the same stratosphere. You know, Boris would have you, have you think that, you know, Harper's just These agents, man, they make more money than the players. So I was saying. All their percentiles combined. If that's combined, true, then, then Boris should be fired. Should have been fired the second Harper that Trout signed that contract because Harper was blatantly underpaid. If you're saying they're only 5% worse as a player, he got underpaid by 30%. Harper somehow tried to make his deal look more player-friendly and fan-friendly and team-friendly, yet... He's still making twenty six million a year. Well, here's the thing: is he should have, and we'll move on after this topic. He should have signed the four year Dodgers deal. The four year Dodgers deal was like thirty million at least a year on average annual value. So he could have done that at age 30, 31, yeah. tried to get his another eight nine year contract at hundred at two hundred million dollars. Then he'd be at at least three thirty, if not somewhere closer to four hundred. If he gets two fifty. You know, if he signs a 10 to, you know, anyway. So Yeah, no, it's just crazy. Off, I just. I, I think he was better off signing a short-term deal, higher value, coming out of it at age 30. And you tell me somebody at age 30 wouldn't pay Bryce Harper another 10-year oh, deal? Oh, 100%. Easy. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. So Of the three, who would you rather be? A trout. Trout all day just because the money. Well, wait. You're going to sit wait, on wait, a losing wait. team for 12, 13 years. 12 years. Enjoy. Last place. Oh, that's a tough question. I think so. Because I think I think Manny Machado. He's the meanest. He is, but the (laughs) Padres are not going to pay that whole contract. He'll be traded to the Yankees in four years, and he'll win two or three championships at the back end of his career. In the Give 80s. me a break. No or way. the same thing for Harper. Harper will be traded and go win con- championships somewhere else. So I'd say I one do. of those I, I agree with that. I don't think they'll last. If you want money, then the answer's Trout. He's just going to ride away in Los Angeles the rest of his life. So San Diego, Philly, or L.A., which team has the best chance to win a division or make their playoffs or win the wild card? So I bet on Philly. I have money on the Philadelphia over 84-5 wins this year. So well, Philadelphia has the best chance to win this year. That's that's an easy answer. Awesome. All right, well, that's enough baseball for now. Let's move right on. We're going to head into some uh, NFL free agency. I would love to talk a little bit about uh, the franchise tag players. So this is kind of just going to be an information blast. I'm going to blast you guys with all the free agents that have been signed. Um, one of the things we wanted to do for the podcast is just kind of like a knowledge informational drop in case you don't have time or don't care to read uh, one of the places we kind of grab, grab our information from, you know, ESPN, CBS Sports, NCAA, um, Love Team Rankings, Pro Football Focus, a ton of websites out there that have some great, great information. Uh, you guys should definitely check them out. But for those who, you know, prefer to listen at work and don't have time to read uh, and haven't had a chance to look at the free agency list, this is for you. Uh, we start, we're going to start with the franchise tag players. So just a heads up on some of the difference in uh, franchise tags. There's the exclusive franchise tag, the teams, uh, which is the team is only allowed to negotiate. A great example, this is Vaughn Miller. Typically, the payment is the average top five salaries for the position are 120% of the previous season's salary. The next is a non-exclusive franchise tag. That's where the team can negotiate with any, or the player can negotiate with any team. And if uh, they do end up matching the franchise tag, the current team can either match the offer 
or uh, give up for, uh, two first rounders for the player, which is why you don't typically see uh, a lot of teams matching or trying to uh, match a franchise, a non-essential, non-exclusive franchise tag. Excuse me. Um, the payment on that top five salaries over five years, uh, or a weight against percentage of the salary cap, uh, and then the transition tag is for players that are uh, possibly going to be traded. That was my biggest question. Do you and I couldn't find any information on this, but the Kansas City Chiefs put a uh, franchise tag on D Ford and then traded him. And I know Bell was going through a similar thing last year with the franchise tag stuff. And like, isn't there a rule in the NFL about if you're planning on trading a player, aren't you supposed to, supposed supposed to put the transition tag on them rather than a franchise tag? Because isn't the franchise tag just kind of a money grab to grab those two first round picks if someone grabs them? Uh, isn't the franchise tag? I thought they did a transition tag. It was a was it a transition tag on Ford? That's what I thought it was. Oh, I could have swore it was a franchise tag. Well, shit. The, fr- <laughs> <laughs> the fran you, you are correct about some type of reimbursement for the franchise tag for two first rounders, but I think that's after the second year. A team? No, no. No, you're right. You're right about. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I know that they got a second round pick back. Chiefs can officially use franchise tag on D Ford. I mean, I don't see anything about transition tag. Right so here. yeah, they traded the the. Uh, I mean, it was just something I thought years. was kind of weird and funky that like. So we'll have to look at next podcast. We'll update you about the rule for the two for one because there is a rule. Something it might be the second year French. No, that's what it is, Mike. It's the it's the second year you franchise somebody if you trade them. Then that's it's two what first it is. round picks. Okay. Because that's what that was I so preclusive about the um, the Kirk Cousins thing is they were like the second time you franchise them you can't do it. You just so, so like Demarcus inclusive. Lawrence on the Cowboys. That's his second the year. The first time you, yeah, yeah, exactly. If okay. you try to fr- if you try to trade for him now, you owe him two first. Round. All right, my bad. Anyway, so so anyway, into the franchise. I know. So my bad. Sorry, I'm trying not to franchise do that in the middle, tag players: Jadavion Clowney heading back to the Texans. Demarcus Lawrence heading back to the Cowboys. Frank Clark, Seahawks. Grady Jarrett, Falcons. Robbie Gold, San Fran, and D Ford was Kansas City, but he's been traded uh, to the 49ers. And I'm just gonna go ahead and run through. So here are the free agents. Get ready for it. Uh, Robert Alford, cornerback, Cardinals. Brandon Graham, DM, back to the Eagles. Greg Robinson, offensive tackle to the Browns. Mike Pearson, O'Guard, 49ers. Donovan Smith, tackle to the Bucks. Chris Blewett, a kicker on the Bears. Nick Boyle, tight end, Ravens. Marquise Pouncey, center, Steelers. Ramon Foster, guard, Steelers. They re-signed both those guys. Joe Flacco, traded to Denver. I'm going to pump in the uh, trades here, too, with the free agency. Case Keenum, traded to the Redskins. Olivier Vernon and a fourth-round pick traded uh, to the Browns for Kevin Zietler, a right guard, and a fifth-round pick. Trade Marcus Gilbert, offensive tackle to the Cardinals for a sixth-round pick to the Steelers. Uh, Denzel Perryman, linebacker sign. Michael Bennett and a seventh-round pick to the Pats fifth uh, for a fifth-round pick to the Eagles. Eric Weddle, safety to the Rams. Dwayne Allen, tight end to the Dolphins. Carlos Hyde, running back to the Chiefs. Trade Antonio Brown, wide receiver to the Raiders. Third, fifth, Steelers uh, go to the Steelers. Trade, Kalecio Semele, guard to the Jets. Jonathan Hankins, d- defensive tackle to the Raiders. Dante Fowler, junior uh, linebacker, back to the Rams. Amendola, wide receiver to the Lions. Pulley, a center guard, back to the Giants. Or actually, I don't know if he goes back there. 
Malik Jackson, a great pick by the Eagles. Defensive tackle. Trent Brown, O-tackle to the Raiders. Jason Peters, O-tackle back to the Eagles. Quan Alexander, signed by the 49ers. Justin Coleman, a cornerback, signed by the uh, Lions. Landon Collins, safety to the Redskins. Trey Flowers, a DN to the Lions. Bobby Hart, offensive tackle to the Bengals. Jameson Crowder, wide receiver to the Jets. Frank Gore, running back to the Bills. Jesse James, tight end to the Lions. Kenny Vaccaro, safety to the Titans. Nick Foles, QB to the Jags. Deshaun Jackson, traded to the Eagles. Tyler Croft, tight end to the Bills. Adam Humphreys, wide receiver to the Titans. Mike Davis, running back, Bears. CJ Uzoma, tight end, Bengals. Tyron Matthew to the Chiefs. Devin Funchess, wide receiver to the Colts. Mitch Morse to the Bills. He's a center. LaMarcus Joyner, safety to the Raiders. Juwan James to the uh, Broncos. We talked a little bit about him. C.J. Mosley, probably the most sought-after free agent middle linebacker to the Jets. Sheldon Richardson to the Browns. He's a D-tackle. Terrell Suggs, linebacker, moves to the second team he's ever played for in the Cardinals. Zadarius Smith, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, all to the Packers. Uh, the Pats make a original round tender on J uh, Josh Gordon. Tayshawn Gibson, uh, safety to the Texans. Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback to the Saints. Thomas Davis, linebacker, Chargers. Billy Turner, offensive line, Packers. Latavius Murray, running back, Saints. Cole Beasley, wide receiver, Bills. John Brown, another wideout, Bills. Devontae Parker, Parker re-signed with the Dolphins. Anthony Barr, linebacker, re-signs with the Vikes. Jordan Hicks, linebacker, re-signs with the Cardinals. Zach Zenner, signs with the Lions. Anton, Anton Bethea, signs with the Giants. Safety. Um... Bradley Roby, cornerback, goes to the Texans. Matt Paradis, we talked a little bit about him, center to the Panthers. James Carpenter and J Jamon Brown to the Falcons, two guards. Preston Brown, linebacker, Bengals. J.R. Sweezy, O-line, Cardinals. Cordero Patterson from the Pats this year, wide receiver to the Bears. Steve Nelson, cornerback to the Steelers. Cameron Wake, DN to the Titans. Henry Anderson, re-signs with the Jets. Trade OBJ to the Browns for Julius Peppers and a first and a third round pick. Can't wait to talk about that. Trade D4 to the 49ers. Brashard Perryman, Bucks wide receiver. De uh, Demetrius Harris, tight end to the Browns. Le'Veon Bell signs with the Jets. Will Lutz signs a long-term deal with the Saints. Earl Thomas and Mark Ingram to the Ravens. Jason McCourty re-signs with the Pats. Tyrod Taylor's heading to the Chargers. A.J. Kane signs a deal with the Jags. Jason Myers, a kicker, signs with the Seahawks. A great sign by the Raiders. Uh, one of the most sought-after sought after wide receivers, Tyrell Williams. Uh, Adrian Peterson decides he's coming back to the Redskins. Sorry, guys. We got a long list. Tevin Coleman running back to the 49ers. Jimmy Ward defensive back to the 49ers. Michael Kendricks linebacker, Seahawks. Andre Roberts, a uh, returner to the Bills. Philip Dorsett resigns with the Pats. Dante Moncrief receiver with the Steelers. K.J. Wright resigns with the Seahawks. Steve McClendon, uh, nose tackle, signs with the Jets. Tavon Austin uh, signs with the Cowboys. Mike uh, Ayupati, I think that's how you say it, a guard. Fluker, a guard, both sign with the Seahawks. Jason Barrett with the 49ers, he's a cornerback. Malcolm Brown heads uh, from the Pats to the Saints, he's a D tackle. Haha -ha Clinton Dix to the Bears, he's a safety. Golden Tate, wide receiver to the Giants. He did a hilarious Twitter. He replayed the Jerry Maguire incidents, pretty hilarious. Alex Okafor, DN to the Chiefs. Jordan Matthews, wide receiver to the Niners. Brian Poole, cornerback to the Jets. Kareem Hunt, suspended eight games, but he's going to the Browns. Uh, Dominique Rodgers-Cromartie decides to head to the Redskins, come out of retirement. Shaq Barrett, the linebacker from the Broncos, heads to the Bucks. Uh, Tannehill traded to the Titans for a fourth and a seventh. I mean, I think that was a great move by the Titans. That's the one thing they lack is a backup quarterback, right? And Tannehill fits that. No, 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 no. All right, that hold on, hold on. Terrible we'll get move. <laughs> 
That was Ronald an atrocious Darby. move on all levels. The Dolphins pulled off. God. No, please continue. The Dolphins pulled off what? Maybe the trade of the century. Please go. Ronald Darby, cornerback to the Eagles. Bryce Callahan, cornerback to the Broncos. I mean, I almost said donkeys. Chris Conley, Roger receiver to the Jags. Uh, O-line, uh, Cedric Ogbui to the Jags. Tyler Eifert, tight end, uh, re-signs with the Bengals. Fitzpatrick signs with the Dolphins. Mark Barron, linebacker, signs with the Steelers. Nick Easton, O-line, signs with the Saints. Brashard Breeland, si- cornerback, signs with the Chiefs. Kevin Johnson signed with the Broncos. Couple uh, recent ones: Maurice Harris, Bruce Ellington, wide receiver, signed with the Pats. Safety Sendejo signs with the Eagles. Offensive tackle Flowers signs with the Redskins. Blake Bortles signs with the Rams. Lee Adrian Waddle signs with the Bills. He's a tackle. And today Randall Cobb signed with the Cowboys. Thank you guys for listening to that. I hope that was ho- uh, helpful to you guys. If you haven't had a chance, a couple of the best remaining free agents. Uh, Ezekiel Ansah, Justin Houston, Domican Sue, Eric Berry, Clay Matthews, Vontaze Burfecht, Trey Boston, Jared Cook, Jamie Collins, a couple running backs, Jay Ajayi, Yeldon Ware, cornerbacks, Darkeese Denard, Morris Claiborne, Rashad Melvin, receivers, Crabtree, Cobb, or Cobb got signed today, Hogan and uh, Jordy Nelson. So let's talk. Let's go. Let's start with the Dolphins because you're obviously a little bit upset about that. I'm not upset. I just think the Dolphins fleeced them. They were about to drop. I think a fourth out. is way too. Yeah, I guess if they're gonna drop them, that makes sense. A fourth, I'm go find the best fourth. There's great fourth round picks. Phenomenal fourth round picks. Fourth round picks are valuable in the NFL, and they just got that for a guy. I mean, what did the Broncos get? They got a sixth round pick for Case Keenum or something like. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was a first round draft pick, a top ten pick, who's. Had issues with injuries. There's blank space on this because I don't even have words to say. If somebody's going to sit on... We're not going to sit here and have an argument about Ryan Tannehill because we're going to waste people's time. Is, Let's talk about something <laughs> more important. Like Ryan Tannehill's a perfect fit for the Titans. They, first of all, the I can't Titans do this. were basically Ryan Tannehill was a, a perfect fit for the Dolphins, for the Titans, as a backup quarterback because I believe with you in concept about Marcus Mariota and the injury risk, but giving up a fourth rounder for him is liability and reason for losing your job. He should be fired. Their GM should be fired immediately. Immediately. Let's move on to the Odell trade because Did the John Dorsey the should year? get a raise because John, what John Dorsey is doing, in, and I'm going to actually give a shout-out to Sashi Brown here because Sashi, I think, really... I don't know that he could have done what John Dorsey's doing now, which is why I think the Browns made the right decision. But his crazy philosophy of building up all those draft picks and clearing out all the cap space so that you could do this was brilliant. And John Dorsey has filled in the gaps like nobody I've ever seen. The Baker Mayfield thing, nobody in the league saw that. The Denzel Ward thing, Mike, that's the only thing I'll give him credit for ever... He called the Denzel Ward at four pick, and that was a great pick. Denzel Ward's could be if he's not injured. A yeah, top a top ten quarterback, cornerback. And the Browns are doing all the right things. They signed a bunch of defensive players. They just traded for Odell. They didn't give up anything to the Giants. I don't want to hear oh about the nonsense. A first and a third round pick, pick for a, a 30-year-old receiver. Oh, Who's been 30 year old? How, yeah, how old, how is old he? do you think Odell Beckham is? 28 to 30 years old. He's 25. Years old. He's 25 years yes. old. Yes. No way. He is. 
No he way. might be 26. I will stand corrected if he's 26. But this craziness of... Oh, he is. I stand corrected. He's 26, he's 26 years 26. old. I stand corrected. So you want to take back your statement? I will. It's my bad. He's not 30 years old. 30. I apologize That's for that. That's an entire contract for a receiver. That's a decade for a receiver. Four years. You want to call him 30 years old. He's... God, apologize. I would, I apologize would give to up, our listeners. I would give up a first and a third for OB, OBJ. No shit! Anybody on earth would! That's the point! Is the Giants got fleeced! But, in the Giants situation, why do they need OBJ? That, okay, you can't say that it's the, you can't say that because they want, because they make the wrong decision in Eli and trust a terrible quarterback that they should trade a top three receiver in the league this year and a top one receiver through the first 60 games of his career ever. You say because they made a terrible decision investing in Eli, you don't need Odell Beckham. That logic would you is rather, nonsensical. Would you rather give up a first and a third for OBJ or a third and a fifth for Antonio Brown? No, 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 that's Brown. not the question. Isn't it? No, it's not. Isn't it? It's not. How is it not the question? And it, uh, the answer is How is it not fifth? the question? It is. The two best wide receivers in the league, one's worth a third and a fifth and one's worth a first and a third? I would rather... Because of four years of age. He's, what do you mean, would I rather give up? I'm not giving him up. I'm trading for him. Would you rather give up a first and a third for Beckham or a third and a fifth for A.B.? Would I rather give up? I would rather give up a third and a fifth for A.B. Thank you. I don't understand. You. All day. The Giants made a good deal. Wait, 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 And the Browns made a good deal. Both teams wait, came wait, out wait, on top. Wait, 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 The Giants need wait, a first wait, wait, and a third. Wait. This, is a, this is illogical, saying that... Because the third and the fifth trade was a good trade for one team, that the trade for Odell so was a good point. trade. So let that me, is let illogical. Me, let me make my you point. cannot tie those two so, together. So here it comes. AB for a third and a fifth, you'll do all day. Terrible move. Great move by the Raiders. Correct? It was an okay move because they still had to pay Correct. an extra $50 million. That's right, and the Browns are going to have to pay OBJ, so it doesn't much matter. The Giants just signed him to a huge five-year contract. The Browns now have to pay that, so whatever. Oh, A.B. for a third and a fifth. Great deal by the Raiders. Yeah. Terrible deal but, but, by the Steelers. But they had to do it. Wait, wait, wait. But, but they had to no, do no, it. No, no, no. Time out. But you they are, had to do it. You are neglecting the time left on the contract and the age. You are neglecting no. all of the things in the trade that matter. And you're neglecting the fact that uh, the, of the entire point that I made... What do the what do the Steelers have? The AB Giants is a three-year deal, and Beckham Steelers, has four deal. Four what years. do the Steelers so one year, have? It's a one-year difference. What do contract. the Steelers have that the Giants don't? Nothing. What do the Steelers have <laughs> that the Giants don't? A quarterback. Thank you. Right. Let's move on. No, you're you making my point. You you just the... made my point for me. So the Giants have no quarterback. Why do they need a receiver? They need draft picks. No! They need to rebuild their team. They need a first if and third pick. If you had Big Ben, you never would trade Odell Beckham. What? They just traded AB. Because AB was on the back end of his contract. He didn't want to be there. AB you wouldn't just trade Odell as a 20. Fine. They didn't trade. You're wrong. Here's how I know you're wrong. Because they kept... AB through age 26 to 30. They traded him at the end of this contract. That's fine. But That's how you're wrong. They got a first and a third for him. It's fine. The Giants moved on. OBJ is an injury-prone psycho. 
Nah. He's a great wide receiver. Don't get me wrong. He's a top wide receiver in the league. But he's injury prone and he's a distraction. So now they have Eli Manning throwing to another first round right. wide receiver. So the Giants, the Giants, dude, what are you? Are you not paying attention? The, the best quarterbacks of the future of the NFL are in the next two years. They're what do you not drafting the a quarterback. Winning? Listen to the Giants' plan. Listen to the Giants' plan. They're not drafting a quarterback. They're this, keeping Eli Manning. Right. Forever? No. Yes. The next two years, they will draft a quarterback. Not, Not this year. year. The next two years. Pay attention. Incompetence. Oh, my goodness. They're rebuilding. It's called a rebuild. The their best player is gone. Not. They let Landon Collins go. They're, they're doing this They're not rebuilding. Purpose. Go listen to their GM. Oh listen to their GM's comments. Listen to their the GM's actions comments. speak louder than his words. Yes, listen I saw the, I saw the, the ESPN comments. article about Betterman or whatever his name is saying, we can will we can win while we rebuild is what he said. So that, was, that was his comment. We're building while rebuild. we win. No. That's what he said. That's what he was quoted in the ESPN article that you said. Yeah, I know no, the I know the exact not, article that you're saying. It's not an article because I never said an article to you. It was you're on making ESPN. Shit up, which is fine. You, Let's you, move on to the next. No, topic. we're not moving on because I, yeah, we're gonna move on because I brought up the article on ESPN about Betterman saying we can win while we rebuild. I don't that's know who crazy. Betterman is. He's, that's not what he said. Betterman's the owner of the G- Giants. I'm pretty sure is what it said on ESPN. Gettleman, they're Gettleman, GM. Gettleman, not Betterman. Excuse me. Yeah. I don't know who Betterman is, but Gettleman, their GM. Is an incompetent moron Agreed. who doesn't have a plan, and he didn't use the word rebuilding because he says they're not rebuilding. If he said the word rebuild, it was not rebuild, dude. So find the quote, play his quote for me next episode, and we'll go from there. I'll find it right now. And we're not gonna search stuff on the podcast. Go to the next topic. We've been talking ten minutes about the Giants and the Browns. I love it, and, and I I'm love right. it. And okay, I, let's do this. Yo, because you're let's, right. let's put the money down. What are you saying then? The giant. You you sound like this guy, this this incompetent moron this morning, who's saying that the Giants are better and they're gonna win more than seven games next year. Uh, did not say that. I'm planning on the more Giants six, being five. one of the worst teams in the league. Okay, perfect. So you at least we're the on the Giants same page are gonna as be that. one of the worst teams in the league, and they need to get rid of their best players to do that. That's why they let Landon Collins walk. That's why they trade they OBJ for first. Tate. They're rebuilding their team. Yeah, stupid move by the way. And you they, trade Odell, then you sign Tate. You can't say that Gettleman is trying to. Tank when he's doing the opposite. He has the highest paid offensive lineman in history. He has just signed Golden Tate, did he not? That was a bad move. He just traded for their safety. He just signed. Why a do bunch you trade OBJ people. and get and That's get Tate. the point. He's not doing what you're saying he's because doing. Because OBJ you is an wrong. injury prone you are distraction. Wrong. You don't want him on your team. Everyone's saying the Browns you are going to win their division. Wait, 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 no way. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, the time Ravens out. are going to win time the division. Out, time out, time out. So everyone wants to say one. the Browns are Let the best team. OBJ, Mayfield, and Landry all the way. Jarvis Landry, OBJ, Mayfield. No way. The Ravens are going to take the division. Mark my words right now. OBJ is going to distract the Browns. They're going to tank this year. They probably won't even come in second. First Good of all, luck. you say you don't want him, but uh, Bill Belichick tried to trade for him. And I know. AB. They tried to pay, trade for no, AB no, and OBJ. Yes. Yes, they wanted a wideout. Yeah, they wanted Odell. So you say, I don't want him on my team. But the best coach in history wanted him on their team. So let's move on. Yeah, they also wanted Randy Moss. Can you say that? No, I can't. I didn't know they tried to trade for OBJ. I know they tried to trade for AB. I don't want AB or OBJ on my team. So I'm glad they didn't get it. But the best coach in history did. Great. So No, Robert Kraft probably did. No. 
The best, co- you think Robert Kraft, yeah, you think Robert Kraft has power over Bill Belichick. No, I don't. Okay. I think Bill Belichick makes every yeah, decision. Yeah, I think Bill Belichick but I think, Robert Kraft I think they the have sh- a team, the and we've talked about this, the Patriots use a mass majority of a lot of people on a team he that make a decision together. Kraft to That's that how it works, and Bill Belichick is a genius football mind. He doesn't make all the team decisions. He, yes, he yes, makes he a lot. No, he, he doesn't. It's a It's a lot of, of team decisions made, and that's how it works. And you know what? Yes, he's the greatest coach in history, and he'll go out and kick anyone's ass on the field. But guess what? In every decision, there's multiple minds in the arena to make these decisions, especially on players. And they'll bring right. in any player to see how they were. They'll trade for OBJ. They'll give a first and a third and then cut them if they don't like them. That's the problem with the Patriots. So if you want to talk about that, they brought in a ton of guys like that because they think in their culture they can change guys like AB and OBJ because certain guys have. They've changed Randy Moss, and they give up all these all these draft picks for these guys, and that's their MO. And they try to change these guys, and half the time it doesn't even work. And I sit there and I watch half these guys just tank. And, and Josh Gordon's a great example. Go ahead and get suspended indefinitely. Wait, wait, like wait. we didn't know. Wait, wait, they gave up a seventh rounder for Josh Gordon, and they just put a tag on him. Yeah, that if he gets signed, they get a second rounder. So don't that, sit here a, and tell me you just proved my point. No, I'm telling don't you, they give up check. draft picks for wide receivers. No, that's what they do. They give up draft picks for wide receivers. They gave up a seventh round draft pick for Josh Gordon. That's giving up a draft pick for a wide receiver. So what are you talking about? That that's my point. That doesn't it doesn't have to be a first round pick. They don't value draft picks as much as veteran wide receivers. But they were about that's to give up two first rounders. So yes, for OBJ. it doesn't surprise me that they would. You can't say that. Oh, they gave up. They would not give up two first rounders for OBJ. Well, whatever they offered, they, they were did, They would not give up two first rounders for OBJ. Well, a first rounder and something else. Yeah, a first whatever. rounder. Okay, yes. then you're... Okay, I'm saying the Browns made a good deal. I'm also saying the Giants made a good deal. This is good for both teams. Terrible deal. Oh my goodness. What do they need OBJ for? What they don't need Golden Tate okay, either. Okay, time out, time out, time out, time out. They need OBJ because you need receivers... If you have a quarterback, they don't have a quarterback. Right. They invested. They're so spending twenty million. About? They don't have a quarterback. They don't need receivers. They if shouldn't they have signed Tate. They should have traded OBJ. Quarterback twenty million dollars. They could get a quarterback to throw to OBJ. That's what you're missing. No, I'm that's not what missing. Gettleman's missing. Gettleman is missing. Yes, Gettleman's missing the point. He made a great deal in in trading OBJ for draft picks, and then he makes a terrible decision in signing Golden Tate, a wide receiver that they don't need, with a shitty quarterback in Eli Manning, one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. But the Giants should be in rebuild mode, and they should be trading for draft picks. Don't sit here on here in this podcast and lie to the people and say that Gettleman's on the rebuild mode when you just said he should be. uh, That's what I read in the article. It said he he thinks uh, he can win while he he builds his team. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That was the mistake. Is Golden? No. Okay, so who's right? No, no, no one. I am. No, right about what? That he's not in rebuild. No, the right. No, he is. We're talking about was OBJ Everybody's a good trade? Listening. Yes, everyone's listening. Is he in rebuild mode? He should be in rebuild mode. Yes, he's in rebuild mode and win now mode somehow. That's what no, he you said. You can't. You can't. This moron. That's what he said. That's my point. He's a moron. He's in rebuild mode. We're in the. He doesn't dude, know it. So right now the draft is coming up. Owners are out there saying lies and saying things to everybody and saying lies so that people think, oh, they're not going to draft this guy. Oh, he. They're going to build. A, they're not going to draft a QB this year, so we don't have to trade up and do this. That's what What's teams your point? do. Gentleman's still a moron. He is. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing that Tate was a bad decision. What I'm saying is, is OBJ trade was good for both sides. And how can you argue with that? You are wrong because everybody else on earth has argued. I would, t- I would take a first and a third for OBJ all day. 
I know he's a distraction and he's injury prone. And we'll see. He had a great, he had a good season. Seventy-seven receptions for a thousand yards. Great season. And but Mike and I just made but, our first bet of the year is Ravens versus Browns. Yeah, division. Ravens all day. Because that is so laughable. The fact that anybody can oh believe God. that Lamar Jackson. What? No, what's is let's do back the, up let's do season. the over under on games OBJ plays this year. Let's do that first, and we got to move on to the next topic here. But let's let's do that real. Let's do two things. We'll pick the OBJ over and under because I've had him on my fantasy team for two seasons, and he's been trash. Price. You name the price on your on your trust. Well, we'll go Lamar double Jackson. or nothing on all the twelve packs you owe me from the bets. Oh wait, the twelve pack that you owe me from this year on the bet. So yeah, let's do that. Pats win in the Super Bowl. We got the Broncos Chiefs minus three and a half. What are we talking about Fantasy? Here? What'd you finish in fantasy this year? Third, above you. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. You didn't make the championship game, and I lost in the semis, and, and you weren't there. Bullshit. So, Oh, so there's another 12. All right, so what else are we talking about no, here? So no. there's real that's bets, 36 beers you owe me. packs that you owe me. We'll start from scratch because we have to write them down in the notes section. And the first bet's going to be how many games does Odell play? You pick the number. I'm going to take the over. You can 12. Decide. Over under 12. You have yeah, to I'll think about over. it. Yeah, you over. have to think about it. That's terrible. No, he no. should play 16 games. He's the greatest wide receiver. He's, He's the not. best wide receiver. He should be durable and consistent and not be a crazy person. 12 games. Yeah, over. Perfect. Who did he Let's propose take... to on the sideline? And then name Who did he propose to on the sideline? Ravens, because I'll take... I 12 pack, up, 12 pack on the Ravens all day over the Browns. Perfect. Oh That's my goodness, Baker Mayfield sophomore slump. Can you buy me the 12 pack in advance and then I'll double it <laughs> when I, if I lose because that's how confident I am in the fact. Not only just, not just the wait. Do I have to, do the Browns have to win? Because I just, it's not just the Browns which I am confident in. I am so confident in the Ravens' failure this year. And the fact that Lamar Jackson may not even win six games. Oh it is goodness. so laughable. Did you see how fast Lamar Jackson is? Oh my god. Have you ever seen So here's a different Have here's you the seen thing. any any successful quarterback, non-throwing quarterback, what they've done in their second year in the NFL once an NFL defensive coordinator has I, a chance to put tape on them? I mean I can have you seen what they've I done? Consider Harbaugh Where did the Wildcat go? Did you remember the Wildcat? Oh uh, yeah, the Dolphins. Oh, that's it. so weird. Once the NFL defensive coordinators figured it out, it went away. Oh, what about Robert Griffin Jr.? That so, was, what about Michael Vick? Robert oh, yeah. Griffin Jr. won Rookie Those of the Year. Was a we great quarterback, but he was injury prone. So let's let's. If you want to talk about Robert Griffin Jr., he was actually phenomenal until he got hurt injury so bad prone. he couldn't even play. He can't throw the fucking oh, ball just like Lamar Jackson. Dude. Let's move on. NCAA. Dude, I don't disagree. Lamar Let's Jackson is not NCAA. a throwing quarterback, but he's the fastest guy on the football field compared to Tyreek Hill, maybe being the only other fastest the guy. The fastest guy on the football field should not be playing quarterback. <laughs> what does it matter? They run the read option and, and gut everybody. It's impressive. Harbaugh is a oh, great. Oh yeah, you know dude, what? You know Harbaugh, was impressive. Hey, let me it ask you a question. Impressive. Are the Ravens you a good? What? Are the Ravens a good organization? No. You know what was impressive? <laughs> The Ravens, oh are my good, God. the Ravens are good. Oh my goodness! Yeah, okay, no, was... give me a break. You just want to be right. No, no, no. Quotation was... marks. <laughs> I, I don't know what. Are the mean. Ravens a good organization? Yeah. They Why are. would they get rid of Joe Flacco and keep Lamar Jackson? Because they're incompetent, and oh. you can see because based on the playoff. Yeah, that playoff game with with San Diego, he looked real great on that. That that plan. Hey, guess what? Had guess, San Diego look against the had, Patriots. Guess who had? Yeah. No shit. You just proved my point, dude. 
That's it's the Ravens. He's a rookie quarterback. He shouldn't even be in the playoffs. No the shit. Ravens should, right, and he was there. Point proven back to me. <laughs> he was in the playoffs as a rookie. Guess what? And then they get rid of Joe Flacco. They saw their offense too. This weeks isn't before. a team who got rid of Case Keenum to sign Kirk Cousins. This is a team who signed who drafted a quarterback in the first round and then traded their A vet, quarterback who can't throw and then traded their Super Bowl winning veteran wait, quarterback wait, 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 wait. away stop, to keep stop, their stop future. Stop so what are you stop talking about? Stop saying what that. What are you talking time about? Out, time out, time out. The Ravens Time traded out. away their Super Bowl no, winning no, no. veteran don't, quarterback. Don't say that. Super traded Bowl away. When did he win the Super Bowl? Didn't he win against the uh When Niners? did he win the Super Bowl? When? How long ago? How many years ago? 2014? No, it was way sooner than that. Way longer than that. Two, what? No! Oh my goodness. No! Dude. Okay. When, what all, year? Second of Do all. Do you know? I know it wasn't that soon <laughs> Because I know since 2012, Joe Flacco has been the worst-rated quarterback in in the NFL. In the NFL, okay? Let's see. And second of all, there's a reason that a dumbass quarterback... 2013. Okay, you said 2014. One year, and you flipped out like it was 2008. Well, I was right, so... One year, buddy. And you didn't know the year. I didn't. I knew you were wrong, though, and I was right that you were wrong. So he won five years ago. It's 2019, 2014. Yeah. So here's the thing is Joe Flacco did get benched for a quarterback who can't throw the ball. And the second time that keep going, the Ravens got planned for that Lamar Jackson saw defense. He got shut out one game, the playoff game. They didn't play any good defenses the rest of the year. No, they. St- my point is, is that that defense saw him. Once you plan for him, it's very easy to figure it out, and that's what the San Diego Chargers proved. We'll bet on this year. We and your did. Point can be proven. I got the Ravens. We wasted all a lot day. of time on the NFL. It's baseball and NCAA basketball season. It's time to move it's on. It's free agency season, dude. This is the NFL world. No one cares about the basketball. The only thing people care about is gambling. People don't give a shit about college basketball. People care about their bracket. <laughs> People care about Duke winning their bracket for them. No one gives a shit about the kids. No one gives a shit about the games. No one gives a shit about the upsets. People care about how they do on their piece of paper. I can't wait to take people's money this year on Lamar Jackson. I will just clean up money. The the, uh, uh, incompetent Ravens franchise, as you describe them, I think they're a pretty good franchise. I did not. They've won several Super Bowls. Have held the best defense in, in many years. I mean, they decided. To trade their Super Bowl winning veteran Stop quarterback. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. That's what he is. Stop saying that. Has Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl? Yes. Then why can't I say he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback? That doesn't make sense. Because you can't. Is it true? <laughs> yeah, but, but it's not like some feat that some that you traded some aging veteran who's the worst rated quarterback since 2012. That's like not. And when the defense. Who won that Super Bowl for them? The way it, John Owen and the Joe, Broncos talk about this guy, he's wait, wait, the future. Did, uh, who won the who won the who won the Super Bowl for the 2002 Bucks? Oh goodness. Who I don't was know. that? Brad Johnson, I believe it was. So Brad Johnson was a quarterback. With the was greatest defense Bowl. ever. Thank you. That scored three touchdowns in the game, probably. No shit, you're proving my point. Just saying somebody's a Super Bowl winning quarterback and then saying we traded a Super Bowl winning quarterback doesn't mean anything. So saying that you got traded for a quarterback who can't throw the football is actually a negative. Okay, that's my you're point. Not... It is a negative. Yeah, on Joe Flacco, you're trying to tell me that Joe Flacco, that some 
proof that Joe Flacco's is good. And that no, the Ravens, I'm not saying Joe Flacco's good. It's exactly the, Ravens, the opposite. That. The Ravens traded Dude, pay attention. Tom Brady. The Ravens traded the oh Super Bowl winning gracious. quarterback, Tom right. Brady. They that is my better. point. They traded Super Bowl winning. It's a fucking sarcasm, bro. Chill out. And second of all, this is their franchise guy. Wait, Same you're as- proving that the Ravens organization is good by sarcasm? I'm really confused oh now. Dude, Let's move on to football, basketball. I'm really confused. You don't trade away Joe Flacco for Lamar Jackson. You don't do it. Yeah, you, you do. When Joe Flacco sucks, you do. That's the point. Dude. Joe Flacco sucks. I I agree. But he was. Uh, if you hear the Broncos and you hear everyone in the fantastic NFL that. world, he's still good. No, he's, he's not. He's going to be the greatest I quarterback just, for Broncos. Read you his Here's stats? the deal. He's not good. The, the Ravens just traded him to talk. start Lamar Jackson, meaning Lamar Jackson's better than Joe Flacco, meaning Lamar Jackson is a is their starting quarterback. So, yeah, Joe Flacco isn't a good quarterback anymore, but he has a 2-1 to one TD to INT no, ratio. No, he doesn't. No, he does oh not. He has the worst touchdown to interception ratio since 2012. Do not quote me on bullshit stats like that that you don't know because he's a terrible quarterback. You're just making Your stuff argument, up, dude. No, I'm not. I know these stats. I heard them. Every Since 2012, he is the worst statistical rated quarterback in the NFL. That is fact. It's not. Yes, it is. Oh That's why I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's I've been trying to move on for the past 10 minutes. Dude, you make no sense. You are wrong. I, you, I wrong know about, about what? About what are Joe you even Flacco's talking? Wrong stats. about what? You're just talking wrong, right and wrong. Joe what Flacco's are you even talking stats. about? Joe Flacco's the worst quarterback since 2012. He's got like a 220 TD to 130 INT thing. It's no, almost it's, 2 to 1. It's ridiculous. Shut up about it. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. No, he's a you veteran. Are wrong. Dude, he's a veteran who's injured who shouldn't be a starting quarterback. The Broncos just traded for him to be their starting quarterback. My point is that Lamar Jackson is now their QB. And you're saying Lamar Jackson's terrible. He's the worst QB ever. Why would they ever trade Joe Flacco? They should keep Joe Flacco. I didn't say no. they should keep Joe Flacco. Dude, that's your point. That's your point no, is they should not. keep Joe Flacco. It's an indictment yes. of both of them. No, no. See, this is my OBJ Brown's point. I can't be right about that because no one would ever trade OBJ. Well, guess what? You can't trade Joe Flacco and say both teams are right. You can't. What? Oh, my goodness. What, what? Your argument. I don't even know what the fuck you're arguing about what are you even saying my argument is lamar jackson is the better quarterback no, and he should they be both starting suck. see you don't you don't have a point you're just saying these quarterbacks they, suck. they were about to cut joe flacco the broncos incompetency traded the seventh rounder for him what's your fucking point my point is lamar jackson is their starting quarterback and is better and than he joe sucks. flacco you can't throw the fucking ball that's why they traded joe flacco dude lamar jackson is going to be better than baker mayfield this year watch Oh Watch, he'll have more rushing yards and a better passing play. Wait, 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 wait. more rushing yards yeah. is the definition of a better quarterback? Yes, in the, in the new NFL, yes, they're running the read option now, dude. Watch Lamar Jackson this year. If he doesn't, if he stays healthy, he will have a better season overall, more yards rushing and passing than Baker Mayfield. More yards rushing and passing. Combined, yes. It's not possible. We'll see. It's not possible. We'll see. Even, you want, what would you like to bet so on So if Baker Mayfield throws... 3,500 yards. I think Lamar Jackson will rush for 1,000, throw 2,800. Okay. And beat Baker by 300, maybe. Baker threw for 3,500 yards this year. Right. In 10 games. Okay. You think he's going to throw for that in 16 games? Possibly, yeah. Yeah, with Odell Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. 
You should just clip the last 20 minutes of this. We just wasted this podcast. But we can. We should jump back into the NCA. I mean, no. I don't think it was a waste. I think it was a great argument. I think we both made great points. You're just about being right and wrong. It's not about right and wrong. You don't even know what you're arguing about. I, I made a great point that Lamar Jackson is better than Joe Flacco, and that's why they traded Joe Flacco, and you're just yelling no, about nothing. What are you that's talking about? not... Okay, Lamar Jackson is better than Joe Flacco. Oh no, you just no. Now we're talking about. Now you're going back on what you just said. I never said. Oh my. No, no. Now we're gonna go back on what we just said. I just said you. You trying to say? No, no. Time out. No, no time out. You're telling me I sound like an idiot, and I'm fucking making up nonsense. And now you're just agreeing with me. So what are you talking about? No, I said they're both suck. You're trying to prove a point. You're trying to say because Lamar Jackson is better than Joe Flacco, the Ravens. Are a smart organization for trading Joe Flacco? Yes, they're I'm saying smart no, they're incompetent because yes. they both suck. Okay, yes. Okay, wait, wait. I didn't realize that was your point. Yes, they made a an okay. De- that, yes, if the decision was to trade Joe Flacco to get a seventh rounder, that's fine. I don't believe that that means that the Ravens are a smart organization by investing in Lamar Jackson. That's their plan. And Lamar Jackson That's proved last year. That's incompetency. That's what Lamar I'm Jackson brought the Ravens I'm to the, the playoffs Ravens last year. Organization is incompetent by that. Yeah, it's smart to trade Joe Flacco for seventh so round. So what? I don't know. You're correct what, about that. You're correct. Right. You got so it. what are we talking? So then, what are you yelling about? That that it, that the Ravens are incompetent by believing <laughs> in Lamar Jackson. That's what I'm arguing about. You're right. The did the Browns make the playoffs last year? They're one game away. And the Ravens did. And the Ravens made the playoffs. All right, we kind of cut off. Steve just left and took a bathroom break. <laughs> we got a little heated there. We're all good. But let's let's move on. We're going to make I'm two gonna more. We're going to recap real quick, and then Giants we're going to move on. we got to talk about NCAA Giants basketball. Giants got good, a good value for Odell, but I believe if they had a quarterback, you wouldn't be trading him because you would have Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham. I agree. And a quarterback. I agree. And you would be able to build. I 100% agree. But I, that's that's where I think I agree with you. It's like side, Eli's so bad <laughs> that, like, why not trade OBJ? Well, I think that's why not trade wrong. Sterling Shepard? Yeah. Why? Well, but that, but then, then they, they try, try. Then they sign Golden Tate, which, like, yeah. what we just said, like, completely destroys my argument. But at the same time, why would you want any wide receiver with Eli? On the Flacco side, I agreed with Mike that it does make sense for the Ravens to trade Flacco if they believe Lamar Jackson's better, which he may be right now. They did get value for that. I just don't believe in either of them, and I think the Ravens are making a flawed argument. I think, Trusting Lamar Jackson can bring them I, back to the And there it is, and I agree with you on that. Trusting Lamar Jackson is the That's dangerous thing. thing. He's going to make mistakes throwing the ball. If he can get his throwing down, which is – gonna be tough he's gonna be great but my biggest thing is he's more athletic and he's the speed alone speed kills man and the speed alone of this guy at the quarterback position is dangerous it'll work for another year the thing is is if he gets hurt which he probably will which running quarterbacks typically do in this league that's it for him and that's it for the ravens but all right we're moving on on. to our Uh, going on to basketball basketball picks the games have started the play-in games we got money on uh Farley Davidson. Farley Dickinson. Farley Dickinson. Dickinson. Oh, boy. Oh, goodness. It's never given to me. <laughs> it's a Jersey school. school. It's a Jersey school. And I know my buddy Brad Warren um, is a golf coach there, which is one of the reasons why one of the better men, they were down 10 at halftime. They're back in it. So we'll hope for them to lock it out. We're going to do our um, basketball picks a little different. We're just going to go to 
pick our Elite Eight. So we're going to go through each bracket, pick our top two teams who we think will play in the final. And then we're also going to pick one sleeper team who may, you know, sneak through to the Elite Eight and, you know, may jump into the Final Four, but we may not be necessarily picking them right up front. All right, well, let's start with the East. I don't know which one's the East, but you can... <laughs> I just have the team... Top left. Me. All right, perfect. So when we're looking at the East, Duke has the number one seed. I have Duke and Michigan State coming out. I know it's a 1-2. I have Duke and Michigan State coming out of this bracket. I just didn't see any other team that was talented enough to beat either of these guys. Uh, I've wrote, I have Duke as well. Uh, there's going to be a lot of discussion about Duke, obviously. And I also have LSU, which is an interesting pick because I just realized that their coach got suspended. And I don't even know if their star player is playing in the tournament. But they have been a good team all year. Uh, in the tough SEC, I think they only lost five or six games. And I just hate Michigan State for reasons we won't go into on this podcast. So we watched the Harvard-Yale game, what was it, yes, oh, two days ago? Yeah, yeah. And this kid Coleman from Yale was is just like this mid-range god, dude. Like he just pops it from the free throw line every time down the court. And he just he must have had 30 points. But Yale's dangerous. They beat Harvard. But yeah, I see uh, LSU is a is a value pick there. But I Yale makes me nervous for some it's funny odd reason. I have LSU as my final four team, but I could also see Yale as the thirteen seed upsetting. You know the LSU fourteen, so. yeah, for sure. So keep an eye on that. My sleeper team in this bracket is Liberty. Um, I think Same. that they, I think uh, I don't know if they were the first only, but they're uh, an at large team, um, small conference, very good team. And I expect them to put up a tough fight, and I think they could win a couple games. Uh, yeah, Liberty, they have uh, one of the top effective field goal percentages, 56.1% in the whole tournament, um, which is just a great stat to go by. It's the effective field goal percentage. Uh, it's the field goal plus a half a point uh, times three point divided by field goal attempts. It's a great stat. Uh, thanks to TeamRankings.com for getting us some of this information. But, yeah, Liberty's actually my sleeper pick, too. Um, but then I just have the top two guys. I mean, Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett, these guys can't be stopped. What's the third guy's name on Duke? He's another top five NBA pick. Like RJ Barrett or Cam Reddish? Which one? Reddish. Reddish is the other guy. He, I mean, they yeah, have three was, top five so picks. So Cam Reddish was projected number two pick going in this year. He's had a terrible season, but you know, that means he'll be still top 10. NBA yeah. I would, I would love to see him come alive in the tournament. I know he's dealt with some injuries this year. I forgot his name, but yeah. Three of the top five picks projected next year for Duke. So, I, I mean, it's it's hard not to pick them this year. All right, so moving on to the West. And this one, um, I'll start out with my first two teams, and you can give your sleeper and kind of go backwards. I have uh, – I'll start with my number two team. I got Michigan here. I, I like Michigan. I think they have the experience. Uh, Bayline went to the Final Four last year. Um, they have another solid squad. They've had some tough losses against Michigan State, but I think that might actually make them a little better. And then Gonzaga. There's a lot of people this year who think Gonzaga, this might be their year. I think they're the actually number one um, bet team in Vegas, or Vegas is set to lose the most money if the Gonzaga wins, which is kind of crazy to, to believe. But, yeah, I'm going to go 1-2 in that division, and I think overall you'll see most of my picks this year. I think that the... NCA is a little bit top heavy. I guess every year we say that. You know, it's you always see that seven seed who sneaks in. It's just always hard to project who that's going to be. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually going a little dangerous on this bracket. The West, I'm picking Florida State and Nevada. 
Um, ah, nice. Yeah, um, I hear a lot about Florida State. For Florida sure. State was one of those teams at the beginning of the year who was projected to be really, really good, one of the top teams, um, and just have you know they've had a solid year. I don't, you know, I don't know much about their team. I know they're a solid defensive team, um, and Nevada. I mean, Nevada's this team that has a a lot of veteran players, guys that stayed at school. They have the the twin, the Martin twins, that are phenomenal. Um, both were projected as top players this year. Nevada's kind of my sleeper them. pick. Yeah, Nevada's kind of my sleeper pick to win the whole thing, actually. Um, they were I don't have them in my bracket, but they're my kind of sleeper, like, I like whoa, where they might, come from? I might take them in a couple brackets because they were a top 10 team in the yeah. country at one point this league this year, and now they're a seven seed, you know, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah, they. Um, I think they ha- I mean, they had a rough season. I don't. They were a top twenty team. I think they're ranked twentieth in the na- or I don't actually know. Maybe twentieth in the nation. But yeah, I think they're top five at one point. So they were. Cool. Yeah, they, I mean, they were a top. Who's your team. sleeper team in that division? Uh, my sleeper team. Sorry, let me take a quick look. Let me see the bracket. Oh, is that sorry. Just, I, I mean, my, my the thing was with those two. Those are my sleepers. But really, Murray State. Oh God! Uh, oh, he, did I steal it? Yeah, What's like, the I hope kid's name? Yeah, Murray, Murray State. I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, Jay he's what a top pick in the draft they're looking at. He's, they say this kid's the most like Steph Curry in the whole. Uh, so I'll, I'll say the other team, which is the team they're playing, which is going to be Marquette. such a great game. They, I really wish they didn't match them up because Marquette, this, this division has a ton of like low-seeded or mid-seeded teams that are solid, you're solid right. teams. You're right. This has more sleepers in this division yeah. than I could see in the other three combined that I would take. Like I would have loved, if they could have moved a couple of those teams into the other brackets, it would have been really dangerous for some of these Marquette, other teams. Marquette, tough because probably two of the top five players in the country, yeah. one of them are going to be gone. Now, I, heard, I I didn't realize, but I heard Howard's hurt, so I might bet on um, you might bet on Murray State, hmm. on Jay Moran, because I heard Marquette, they've, they've sucked. I, I mean, I haven't lost. seen this kid play, but everything I've read says this kid can take over a game. Pick. Like, he's he can take, just take going, over a game. He's apparently going after Zion. Like, that's locked in. So let's move on to the south uh, region here. I'm... You can go first. Let me see. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I lost my bracket <laughs> my, uh, somehow. My picks here. Oh, God. I went 1-2 again, but I think these are two of the best five teams in the country. Virginia and Tennessee. Virginia, I think, is going to bounce back from last year's debacle. They, of course, they were the first 16 seed to, lose, to ever lose. Uh, so I think they'll bounce back. Uh, they have a really good defense, and um, I expect to see them win some games. And Tennessee. Tennessee is a team who fell off at the end of the year, but when you hear their losses, they have five losses on the year. All five losses are teams in the top 25. Wow. Um, teams who obviously all made the tournament, and they ran off, I think, 20 straight games in the middle of the season. And what's the kid's name, Williams? or uh, Williams. They have a couple good guys. Like I don't, I don't top know. Top player, yeah, top big guy. A couple top players, yeah. So I like Tennessee out of that division. And then I'll just finish it. My sleeper team here is Cincinnati. Cincinnati has a, a sleeper a type defense, uh, kind of shut down. They really put Houston in their place in that final. Of course, I, we lost some money on Houston, thinking they would win that game. And it was a close game at halftime, I think a two-point game, and Cincinnati ended up blowing them out by 15 just because they sh- sh- played that you know, kind of tournament-style defense, which I, I read about this week. So I, I think that they could be a sleeper. Nice. I'm going uh, Virginia and Purdue in this one. Um I thought about Tennessee, but yeah, they watching the tournament, they just kind of let me down, and watching Houston just, or no, uh, excuse me, 
Auburn. Oh, Auburn. Auburn destroyed, destroyed them. them. It was like, it was almost. I was like, oh my goodness, Tennessee just is not the team I thought they were. So Virginia getting that kid back who was hurt last year. I think is it Hayward or something like that. I forget his name, but Virginia's going to be a top team. They're always a top defensive team. And then Purdue has this kid, Edwards, who is uh, phenomenal, and he's another guy who can take over a game. He was projected as one of the top players this season. Um, but Purdue's kind of kind of like that that team that no one ever thinks will make it, but will but will surprise you and might surprise the Tennessee. Yeah, sure. I could see them losing the first round, or if they get on a run, they got them big boys, them big mid east mid, uh, you know. And uh, my sleeper pick for this. Um, for the South bracket is, I mean, it's kind of a tough decision. UC Irvine. So my wife went to UC Irvine, so I got to go with the Homer pick. Oh. They're like one of the top rebounding or blocking team. Really? Like they're like yeah, they're they have like one weird statistic that they're leading in or something like that. I forget, but yeah, UC Irvine because then they have to play if they can take Kansas State down. Then they got Wisconsin or Oregon, who I think are both beatable. I like Hap on Wisconsin, but I don't think they're a good enough team. Another sleeper for me in this uh, division is St. Mary's coming off their victory over Gonzaga to win the division. I mean, they're flying so high right now that they can definitely make a little bit of a run. Um, but let's go ahead into the Midwest. Who you got from the Midwest? <clears throat> so I got – I actually have Houston, which is one of the teams I just talked about being B. I think they bounced back. They're a three seed. They've been coming out of um, – that weaker conference or whatever you call it down there, I think they have a chance. And then at the top, I like North Carolina. I think they're just, you know, one of the purebreds who um, just continue nice. to buckle down. I think they beat Duke two out of three. They lost by, I think, one point. I like that dude, May. They're like veteran guy who's been there years. They are the epitome of that kind of what we probably will see in the next couple of years of the three-year starters because – the one and dones are about to be done in college basketball, which won't be able They're to changing see the, the rule? Yeah, in two years. Nice. So we won't be able to see the Zions, but we'll see better college teams overall. Are they going to let the kids go just from high school? Yeah. You can awesome. go whenever. You oh, can go after one I think year, that's how it years. should be. There's no rule. You can go after any year, but you'll see more guys, obviously, sticking around. Just because yeah. if you're good enough to go, you're going to go. You kind of have to wait for your year with the high school kids are not as good and you know wait for the talent pool to kind of be a little mm-hmm. lower and jump in the draft. Yeah. And then. Um, my sleeper team in that one is Washington. The Washington coach, I didn't know this until this week, is the Jim Bayline Bayheim Bayline Bayheim. Jim Bayheim's understudy, the oh, Syracuse. Wow. So he has he plays that two three zone defense. Love it. And so I think he's gonna surprise a bunch of people out of that division down there and with that tournament style defense that nobody knows what to do with. Awesome. Yeah, I, I like North Carolina, but I'm going with uh, Kansas and Kentucky out of the Midwest. Uh, Kansas was a top-ranked team beginning of the year, and, I mean, Bill Self is a great coach. They're going to be there in the end. Kentucky is talent. I mean, to me, if they can just figure it out and put a couple games together, they're a team that could win the whole thing. Um, they always have the talent, so it's it's whether they can play a good basketball game or not. But if the talent's there, you can kind of follow it. My sleepers are uh, Wolford, who was a top-25 team this year. And actually, Seton Hall, they're both playing each other. So I think the winner of that might actually upset Kentucky. And, uh, hey, FDU 73-66, a minute 32 to go. Let's go, baby. Hey, parlay still in play. Here we go. All right. So that's going to do it. Or do we want to go all the way? Oh, yeah, let's finish. Let's Just go all the way. So we got, quick. All right. So we got – who do you have in your east? I got so you Duke, have Duke I got and top. I got LSU. Duke and Gonzaga. 
Oh, so your final four. Let's go. Oh, sorry. I got Duke, Gonzaga playing, and I'm com- making Duke come out of that bracket. You want to give your pick on that side? I've got Duke coming out of there as well. Against who? Nevada. So Nevada's your final four. Nevada's like my final four, yep. Yeah. I got the Twins. I got the Twins going. I don't think they're going to make it all the way. I think Duke's You know just, what, though? Dude, every everything year, that tells me Duke... Right, every year the no, best no, team never wins. And it's the, like No, no, the past five years, or the past four years or something... A seven seed or higher has made the final four. Nevada could very easily. I think that's my seven. squad for sure. You know what? We got to put some money on Nevada. Nevada all day. Like Lock it. it in, people. So all that's right. the TVB guarantee. On the, on the other Nevada, side, final four. On the other side, I have Tennessee uh, going against North Carolina, and I have North Carolina versus Duke. And the did you know first time ever. That Duke and North Carolina have played in the NCAA tournament. What? Yes. This is true. No. Yes. That's impossible. It's true. I've watched them play it. I swear. <laughs> in the NCAA tournament. There's no way. Yes. No. I How? heard it this week. No. Who, who did you hear this from? That's a lie. In the NCAA tournament. F- yes. March Madness NCAA tournament. They've never played. The, from what I've heard. <laughs> from, from who? I heard it this week. Would you bet your life? (laughs) They were talking about the matchups and saying, how else could they make sure that Duke and NCAA and Duke have never played in the NCAA tournament? I'm just saying, I I, think they always put them on opposite sides and then... We're going to need a fact checker on that. Unless they've played... We will do a fact check on that. Get a fact check on that. Either way, I I still think it's cool. And I do think... That's amazing. I would love... I mean, talk about one of the greatest sports I didn't believe it, so I could be wrong. I just heard it on the radio. Maybe I jumped in at the wrong part of the radio. Wouldn't it be awesome if this was the first time they ever played? That would be shocking. That would be pretty. But, I mean, that's, like, why you would remember hearing something like that is because it's like, what? How would that even happen? Pretty impressive. All right, so Duke UNC. All right, I have Duke and Nevada coming out, and then Virginia and Kansas on the other side, and Duke and Virginia making it. I think Duke just has too much talent. The Their big three are just I mean, the, their top five picks in the NBA draft. They're basically an NBA team playing against college kids. Virginia, I think the embarrassment of last year losing in the first round and their return of their uh, guard. I, I, I apologize, I forget his name. Um, but they have a couple guys. One guy is named Guy, I think, and one is like, um, starts with an H, I apologize. But uh, Virginia, great defensive team, well-coached team. Um I think they're going to, you know, make up for last year, the embarrassment from last year and make it all the way. So Duke, Virginia, and then... Did you pick Duke or UNC? Oh, I'm picking Duke. On the record, I'm, I'm picking never picking Duke, too, yeah. I, may, I probably won't bet. I may not bet on them because I think the it's, odds It's hard crazy, not to go Duke when you see them that good, but you know. Like, you not, can't I mean, get. Like, be ready. So the be ready for Auburn say, to lose. Be ready for Duke to lose. Be ready for UNC. Be ready for these teams to lose because it happens. But I agree with you. Typically, it's a one or two. Like, the three of the teams are a one or two seed, and the other, the other is a plus seven. Seven or plus. So I think if you're picking, if three out of the four of your final four teams are okay. top seeded, I think that's a good true, thing. You shouldn't just, have you shouldn't have probably two or more top pl- seven. Can you plus just read teams. on Wikipedia? And I don't read the whole thing, but what does this say right there? The two teams have never met in the NCAA tournament. Wikipedia is a great resource. I trust it with my life. That's where we're gonna end it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank you all. Uh, guys, we just wanted to give a, a big thank you, guys. We apologize for the for the big delay. We're going to try to get back on and, and record more consistency. And not yell as much. Not yell as much, although that was probably fun to listen to. You know, we, We're not hurting each other over here, not yet. 
There's the dog. My wife must be home. So perfect timing. Look for us to start a website. We're going to be looking at getting a website going so we can maybe live stream a couple episodes and get some things up. And then look for us to come out with a mock draft. So uh, we, if you haven't heard our last mock draft, we got a ton of great reviews on it. People have been texting me asking like, hey, when are you guys recording again? Like where we need another mock draft. We want to hear you know, about these rookie NFL players. So be on the lookout. Uh, check the Twitter and Facebook accounts. I know I'm super uh, slacking when it comes to that. But, you know, nothing I can do when it comes to that. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. I'm Colossi. I'm Zaypor. And uh, this is the Visitor's Bench. Enjoy the game. This podcast proudly sponsored by Emma Technologies, specializing in custom hardware and software solutions for small businesses. Check them out at emmatech.us. Emma Technologies. Simple is better.